1: 18 plus Costa and I got up early today to head out to the stadium to see a show and did we see a show today Costa
2: we you know what we saw i think we saw the a glimpse of the future we saw the beginning of the future we saw the tide starting to turn and we saw another good positive shot in the arm for San Diego when we desperately need it. Well, we need to look into the future,
1: and that's exactly what we saw today. And joining us in studio right now, he's been a very, very busy man, is the Director of Athletics at San Diego State University. John David Wicker, J.D., it's great to see you. Uh, By the way, quite a show today. We were mentioning almost Steve Jobs-like on that stage there when he used to make those Apple presentations for the, uh, you know, everybody. uh, You put on quite a show.
0: You know, well, one, thank you. Uh, Excited to be here uh, on with the loose cannons. Was excited to see y'all down at the uh, stadium today and excited about uh, what we ended up with today. I had a vision in my head and my staff, uh, Mike May, who's joined us here today, and others. Did a phenomenal job of delivering uh, a statement. You know, we came out and you know we have delivered uh, initially delivered our plan of wh- how we envision a stadium uh, on the campus, San Diego State campus in Mission Valley.
2: And I loved how you, during your presentation, you said, "Finally, a campus, a stadium on campus for the Aztecs. Something that you know everyone's always said. God, if we could just get a place of our own on campus." JD, uh, you know, so much of, of the presentation, you know, really caught it didn't catch us off guard, but we were so impressed by it. And I'm curious, it, it, it's so, I guess, centric to what San Diego is when you, you look at the videos you presented and the way the concourse is going to lay out and the stadium and whatnot, the whole area. How hard was it arriving at this what you presented with us today? You know, the first
0: thing, we've got great partners in this. Uh, Populous and JMI Sports uh, truly understand the San Diego market and understand, uh, you know, Populous designs, great facilities all over the world. And we really tasked them with, we want to make this a San Diego-centric facility and uh, because we want it to be great for the San Diego community, not just San Diego State, but the San Diego community. And I'll be honest, one of the other benefits of living in San Diego and developing a stadium that's got a lot of open space is it's efficient for our budget. It's you don't need a ton of conditioned space because it's never really that hot and it's never really that cold here. So it's an open area where people can enjoy uh, what are the great elements of San Diego being outside, you know, eating good food, you know, sharing good drink. We've got so many great, you know, craft brewers, craft distillers in town that we can't wait to, can't wait to partner with in a stadium. Uh, so it's it's going to create a phenomenal atmosphere.
1: You know, you mentioned uh, who you're working with, and obviously they did a remarkable job with PECO, which uh, just was a perfect fit. Uh, and everyone raves about it, as we saw with the All-Star Game when people visited San Diego. The one thing I love about this venue is, and I can only imagine, J.D., as you're sitting down with some of your wish lists. You you must have been at this for a while because you understood there's so many different type of people coming to this game. So one of the things I want to focus right now is the student section. You went into great detail, understanding that it's more than just having a section where the students sit. It's really a student experience, understanding their pocketbooks, where they're coming from, what is it that students enjoy
0: to really give them the ultimate experience. You know, there's there's so many. It's almost like the the hub and the spoke as you look at all the different ideas, as we talked about students. You know, I'll start with Viejas Arena has the reputation Viejas Arena has today because the students in the show bring it. I mean that is one of the most phenomenal atmospheres when it's rolling. Uh, we also looked at uh, our architects brought to us. University of Washington just did a major renovation, and they in, they included some of these elements in their student section where you know it's budget friendly concessions for students, uh, an entry point that's designed just for students. Uh, you know the students are such an important part of what we're doing. Um, they're also our future fans, our future season ticket holders, our future donors. So we. We want to create uh, that connection to them right now, and they, they truly bring the energy to a game, and, and that's important as we sit there and want to create this definitive home field advantage. Having the students there, having them be involved, having them be involved in deciding what it is that they want in the stadium, that's important to me personally.
2: Aztec Athletic Director J.D. Wicker with us in studio. J.D., if you can explain uh, as far as concourse level and then where the stadium field sits as far as the master plan and I guess the viewing experience and the fact that there really will never ever be a bad seat in the house.
0: You know, one of the things we looked at as we developed the entire site was understanding where we would site the stadium Uh, and understanding, I won't get into all the hydrology and other things we (laughs) did yesterday, uh, and how we picked that site. But it's a site that allows us to have an on-grade concourse, and then we locate the field 30 feet below. It's great from a budget standpoint. You know, the more you go up in the air, the more it costs. So we've got a lot at ground level. But it also allows you, whether you're on the street outside, on the concourse on one side the stadium or not, you're looking through. To the other side of the stadium. You feel like you're still part of the game. You know, Petco does some of this and Colorado State really did a good job of it at their stadium, which we got to see. It allows you to stay connected to the game while you're out at the, while you're out on the concourse at the concession stands, just mingling with your friends. That's one thing that we've found as we've talked with a lot of different people is just creating social areas, those standing room only areas. It may be somebody with a ticket. But they want to go hang out and just mingle with their friends, have something to eat, have a drink, and then they'll wander back to their seat at some point.
1: You know, it's amazing because you want to have versatility, flexibility with a stadium. Uh, we'll get into a possible expansion should we get an NFL, but just the venues itself. We're talking about, you know, outside venues and that, you know, when the stadium's not in use, it can be switched. I mean, the whole thing can be utilized 365 days a year even when you don't have games there, so how, how did you come at that? Because you you wanted to explain exactly how this works, whether the stadium's
0: occupied or not occupied. Yeah the garden the garden areas are what we're calling them. There's there's eighteen of them, and honestly, it started as we were looking at you know what would be unique San Diego that we could include in the stadium. And you think of as you arrive in all the different neighborhoods, whether it be Hillcrest or. Um, Uh, you know, pick one, wherever they are. They all have the signs above, the neon lit signs. So we're thinking, okay, We'll create all these different neighborhoods and whether it's a neon-lit sign that you're walking into or whatever, but it's all these distinct pockets throughout San Diego that are very different yet very uniquely San Diego. So we looked at it and said, let's make garden rooms that become these different pockets. And, you know, they're going to be different food offerings, different, you know, beverage offers, offerings, different ways that it's set up with outdoor furniture. or Maybe there's games in there. You know, you just envision... Uh, we said food trucks. You can pull food trucks in. Uh, we we spent a lot of time down at Liberty Station taking a look at that, and you know there's shipping containers that have been converted into bars. Oh, so yeah. we're go- we're looking at all of that, and we want to make this stadium very unique. And then you can take those individual pockets throughout the stadium because they'll they'll be in, they'll built built in such a way that you can isolate them, or you make them, you know, for a game day, they're all connected. So you can have 10 different events going at one time, or you can have one event has five spaces or whatever it might be. So really excited about the flexibility this provides us.
2: And it, it listen, there's going to be the people who still want to tailgate, there's going to be the parking structures, there's going to be areas along the river park and whatnot, where people could set up their little mini cities and, and tailgate. But it all, almost sounds like based on what I saw today and from the speakers who spoke, that you may not want to tailgate. You may want to get there as soon as possible and get into the stadium to start enjoying the amenities of game day.
0: Yes, that's the great thing about it being a campus we 've got, as you mentioned, the campus mall, all that green space where, if you want to go do the traditional tailgating, you can if you want to just get into the stadium enjoy one you know you 've got your favorite you know spot that you like to go hang out at you 're going to be able to do that that 's the key, the flexibility that you know, we're not looking and saying, okay, you you know, everybody has one option. Come in, you know, take your ticket, go get right. your hot dog and your Coke and sit down. That worked 50 years ago. It's not what works today. We want to be able to market across the board to everyone and give everyone the flexibility to basically build their game day. You know, I get to build my game day around what it is I want to do, and then I'm going to go watch the Aztecs beat Stanford again. Hell
1: yes. Uh, J.D. Wicker joining us, Athletic Director at San Diego State. Now, you said one thing to me that had me jumping out of my seat, J.D., and you Hot said— dog? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Tractor pull. He did. <laughs> he went tractor pull today, and I'm, I was like, hello. I'm now from we're the South. The same. I figured that J.D. Wicker is going to get the tractor pull. But, I mean, you, you talked about the versatility of the stadium— I mean, because when we spoke with you a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about a 55,000 seat stadium. Well, that's the potential for the stadium. I, mean, I was trying to get the visual, and I'm thinking, how? How is that possible? When I saw what you presented today, now it makes clear sense on how you could expand the stadium. Really, as, as, as big as you want it, uh, potentially, if another NFL team sh- should return. Or, obviously, if we have an MLS team, a soccer team, international soccer, any kind of event, including tractor pull, uh, come to San Diego. So, w- was there a model for you to look at other stadiums that have been expandable, where they've actually done that, where you said, you know, this is something we should look at because we really can't predict the
0: future? Uh, you know, a big part of it is not being able to predict the future and knowing that as you looked at the Chargers as they left town and yeah, obviously the community mourned for that. They mm-hmm. they loved having the NFL here, and that was something that was important to us. And so we went out and we picked the best architect uh, that understands all these different types of stadiums. And we figured out the amount of space that we need to have on the site to build an NFL stadium. And that's that's space on the site that's always going to be there. It doesn't disappear in five years. The NFL can come back whenever, and we're going to be able to take that stadium. And yeah, there's – there's multiple ways that you could possibly expand it. We figure that the premium West side that we've built is something that probably stays. And then an NFL owner coming in may, you know, they may raise one side completely down to the ground and build it back up to what it is they want it to be. Um, they can add uh, different premium levels in different areas. So there's really a lot of different ways to look at it. We didn't spend a whole lot of time designing it. But we know that the space fits. We know there's a couple different ways that you could attack the situation to add the seats that an NFL owner would need. And then we'll wait for, you know, we'll wait for the NFL to figure out if somebody's interested in coming back. And we'll have those conversations.
2: Uh, San Diego State University Athletic Director, J.D. Wicker with us here in studio. The last 48 hours for you, what has been the response? I don't know how much you're on social media. I don't know if you're fielding calls, emails, whatever. But what's been the response from the community as far as you can tell?
0: Uh, for the most part overwhelmingly positive uh, you know people for a long time uh, I think as Sally uh, or president Roush mentioned yesterday people have been asking for this people have been saying what will San Diego what will San Diego State do with the Mission Valley site um, you know I think one of the one of the interesting things is you hear that people say well it looks it looks just like what soccer city is doing well not really uh, there's a ton more park space and there's a ton less retail. I mean, retail's dying. You know, we've got about 100,000 square feet. I think their plan is three quarters of a million square feet. uh, And that drives a lot of traffic. Um, so our plan, there will be much less traffic, uh, and thus much less traffic mitigation required as we end up doing, as we go out and do the sequel process, which FS isn't doing. They aren't following the sequel process. We will. Uh, so we're, we're, we're excited about that aspect that it is a different plan. It's a much less dense plan it, you know, we've met with the Mission Valley Planning Group. We've listened to what they've had to say. We've listened to what the mayor's office has had to say, uh, as far as you look at um, residential pieces. So, uh, we feel like we're addressing the city of San Diego, and now we're going to go out and we're going to present, and our plan's not locked in. If we need to modify our plan based on a lot of comments we get one way or the other, then we're able to do that.
1: J.D., I, I do want to get into this, because uh, when you look at it, boy, it looks great. Um, but some people I was just sitting around, you know, media people, how they mumble, you know, I'm like, shh, I'm trying to listen to J.D. Um, <laughs> Talk about infrastructure. I mean, you just sort of touched upon it a little bit, Uh, you know, whether it's access off the 15. I mean, you know, all the different venues that head into Mission Valley. Is that something that works on your plan or are we going to
0: have to add to the infrastructure to really make it happen? Yeah, that's something that, you know, we've engaged, uh, consultants to study all of the traffic mitigation based on, you know, the commercial space that we want to build, which is, you know, one and a half million versus well over two million for the other plan, uh, and, and the, the mixed use retail. So we're studying all of that and we'll be prepared to come out soon with what our traffic, you know, what our traffic study says now. And then as we go through this, the sequel process, the State of California process, um, it will inform us as to what we need to do from a mitigation standpoint.
2: As far as the student body is concerned, and obviously for a game at Qualcomm, a large number of them are driving down you know, to the facility to see an Aztec football uh, game. But have you guys been able to judge or maybe will there be a study that could possibly show how many of those numbers – Come in on the trolley, will be coming in on the trolley for game day? I, you know, I'll have to check. I think we get some trolley ridership numbers mm-hmm. um,
0: at times. You know, one important thing to remember is starting, I believe it's next year, there'll be a sophomore live on requirement. So, unless you're a student that lives in the immediate area, all freshmen and sophomores are going to live on campus. So, okay. they're going to be three trolley stops away. Uh, from the stadium. And we've also seen a lot more movement of students moving in closer to campus. Uh, so, you know, the having the trolley there definitely benefits the athletic sure. department. It's going to benefit the campus as a whole because it's going to be a very easy way uh, to traverse between campus and, I guess, between... Old campus, new campus or the Mesa and Mission Valley or whatever we're going to call it.
1: All right. Let's flash forward a year from now. So we're sitting, the three of us are sitting here a year from now. You've won the vote. Friends of San Diego State have won the vote. What's happening right now, a year from now, if you get that vote? Are we already got shoveling
0: ground to start building the stadium? What kind of timetable are we looking at? Well, first we're going to be hopefully. Well, we'll be preparing to go play in another Mountain West Conference championship. <laughs> there though. you go. I like, go. That. I like that. And getting well ready done. for, I think <laughs> next year, what would it be? The Rose Bowl or Cotton yes. Bowl? One yeah, of those. Very good. I like it. Um, you know. We're studying that right now. But probably we're deve- we're beginning to develop the final plan uh, architecturally for the stadium. So that's approximately 12 months to really, you know, to get your stadium plan complete. And then, you know, a year after that, so somewhere at the end of 19, beginning of 2020, you're putting a shovel in the ground with a stadium being complete somewhere towards the end of 2021. That's That would be... Uh, a time frame that is, you know, fairly realistic based on a November vote.
1: So then uh, if, if if all goes according to plan, then you would extend, obviously, the lease at SDCCU Stadium until
0: the new stadium is ready to go. We've been having great conversations with the mayor's office, mm-hmm. uh, making what we feel is good progress on a, on a lease extension. And, you know, I, I, I've said it from, you know, the minute the Chargers left town. I want to partner with the city to make Qualcomm or SDCCU now uh, to make it the best it can be for San Diego State, to, but to be less of a burden for the city of San Diego. Let's make money in this. And, you know, U2, Coldplay, Winter Wonderland, all these different things that they've had down there. So we're, we think we can get the lease negotiation done and get that extension uh, to be down there long enough to get a new stadium open.
2: Right now, be the 13th caller, 570-1360 to win a $500 Living Spaces shopping spree so you can create the best seat in your house for all the upcoming bowl games and NFL playoff games. Keep listening for that cue to call in. It might just happen during our show like it is right now for an unbeatable selection of the latest styles. At great values, go to shop online, or find a store near you. Plus, you can go to com keyword contest, for another chance to win.
1: We love giveaways. We love giveaways. Yeah, I, yeah, I like that. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's a really good thing right there. All right, so between now and next November, uh, you know, now that we we've, we've laid out the game plan and and this is now we have a, a clear vision of what SDSU Mission Valley is going to look like here. What, what's the
0: next step here, JD? Well, yeah, as I mentioned today, we're going to go out and really test what we've. Presented, uh, you know, we we had a good baseline based on studies that we'd done with the previous uh, stadium model that came through Soccer City, and now we're going to take what we've developed as we've gone them, you know, gone about the country and looked at these, you know, uh, field level suites and field level loge boxes and all these different areas that are available now, and we're really going to test it with our alumni, with our fans, with our donors, with the city of San Diego. The other thing that's different from when we last tested this. San Diego Chargers aren't here. They said, contemplate the Chargers being gone, but until they're truly gone, you know, they're still there. So we'll really test this and understand that we'll continue to develop on the uh, on the university side. We'll continue to develop that plan and understand more about it. And, you know, we'll continue feeding information as we go along. And, you know, selling the San Diego State Mission Valley plan, the expansion of higher education. Uh, is there any is there any better use of public land? I just have one more question for you. Since you and Mike May are always
1: driving together, well, how does that conversation go? What do you guys talk? You talk business. You talk
0: a personal. I gotta go
2: talk to, to these guys again. yeah, yeah. Type of How does that work? Jeez. You know, Mike
0: is a very funny person. Yes, he is, and he's usually cracking jokes the whole way. <laughs> I, you know, I'm crying driving off the road, and Mike May telling jokes.
1: <laughs> John David Wicker, JD, we appreciate you coming on down and hanging with the loose Thanks, cannons. JD. Tremendous day today. Very exciting for the future of San Diego Stay for the future of San Diego. Hope it's going to happen. We just hope it's going to happen.
0: Guys, I appreciate it very much. We're, we're really excited that we've had the opportunity over the last two days to get this out and let the city of San Diego and all of the region uh, understand what San Diego State wants to do with the expansion of higher education and a new multi-use stadium that meets the needs of all San Diegans. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, J.D. Thank
2: you